Hi everyone, it's LaShonda from Labors of Love here with another Therapy Thursday. And today I would like to talk about uh, straw and seed, right? So go with me on this. Um, I think I've probably shared at least in some capacity that uh, my family recently moved. So we had a home built and uh, in that process, you are given a lawn. And in our front lawn, we received sod. So it's essentially uh, natural grass that gets put on top of dirt. And over time, um, it kind of connects. So it's like you have a pre-made lawn. But in our backyard, we don't have sod, we have straw and seed. So grass seed is placed in the backyard and uh, straw is put on top of it to keep birds and animals from eating the seeds away with the intent that as you water it, the seeds will grow into grass. And so that's been an interesting process because um, on the more visible side of our home, the front yard, we have a nice manicured lawn that essentially just kind of came that way, that it, it started that way as soon as the home was built. But if you are inside the home and you look out the backyard, or if you travel in different parts of the neighborhood where you can see the backyard, you realize that there is not a nice manicured lawn there, but just at some point, nothing, <laughs> just like straw on there. And then grass begins to grow, but it doesn't grow evenly. It doesn't grow um, it kind of sometimes grows patchy, like more in some parts. It's not all the same color. And I find that to be such an amazing metaphor for many things. But one specific that struck me this week is I had the privilege to watch the documentary, The Wisdom of Trauma by Gabor Mate. And it was fantastic. So um, it's not like on Netflix or anything. If you're interested in it, you can go to thewisdomoftrauma.com. And um, they have access there. And as I was watching this documentary, I was intentional to not watch it from the perspective of uh, a clinician. I didn't want to take notes. I didn't want to make it academic. I didn't want to learn something from the perspective of like learning something to do my work. But I wanted to watch it as a person, as a human, as a person who wants to continuously glean wisdom from my own trauma. And it was fascinating. And one of the things that stuck out to me was um, not a new concept, but how I was able to internalize it differently. And so this concept is Gabor said that we all have a true authentic self. I know that. But then he went on to say that can never be destroyed. So if we all have this true authentic self that can never be destroyed, well, if that part of us is not destroyed, what happens to it? And I began to think about that in terms of my own life and just in terms of uh, trauma in general. And I began to think about how we lock that authentic part of ourselves away. Now the locking away isn't usually to be malicious, it's to protect. So I began to think about how what I have come to know and call trauma responses, I've, been, I've now kind of been thinking about them as an attempt that those of us who have experienced trauma do to suppress and conceal our true authentic self in the name of safety and survival. And so if our true authentic self is uh, curious and um, likes to explore, but we grew up in family systems or social structures that says, sit down, be quiet, don't do that, don't disrupt, 
because exploration is messy. When you're experimenting, whether it's with cooking or with painting, it can be a messy process. Well, those of us who weren't allowed to be messy, we have to steadily conceal and suppress parts of our authentic self in order to survive in those circumstances. And so I begin to just sit and think, I am so far from where I was a decade ago. And I say a decade ago because my intense healing journey began 10 years ago, 10 years ago in 2011. And man, I have grown so much. I am so much more authentic um, than I was then because I actually took time to say, who the heck are you at your core? But as I was listening to this documentary and watching it, I realized I still suppress and conceal parts of my authentic self. And it has become so natural that I'm still convinced, no, that's just who I am. So I made a personal commitment to myself. What would it be like if I just was me, all the way me? And I began to discover that what is sometimes, what I sometimes try to frame as impulsivity isn't really impulsivity. It's real me trying to get out. And what I'll do is I'll wrap a narrative around that and be like, oh no. And I'll think of some kind of way or reason why I shouldn't express myself. And so I've made a personal commitment. I'm going to stop doing that when I notice it. And I'm going to be intentional to notice it. I'm going to allow my authentic self to express herself because that was one of his major points in the in the uh, documentary is that yes, that your authentic self is there and can never be destroyed, but it's never been given expression. It's not enough for me to recognize who I am authentically. I need to allow that to express. So then I have some concerns like, well, what if my authentic self show up (laughs) and she, you know what I mean? What if there are some things that she does that are not okay or what I've decided is, We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Maybe my true authentic self will emerge and maybe there are some aspects of that true authentic self that I'm like, oh, I need to work on that. But before I can decide that I need to work on something, I actually need to know what's there. So that's my personal commitment. I am going to lean into allowing my true authentic self to fully express herself so that I know who's there so that she knows she doesn't have to be hidden. And so that's my encouragement and my invitation for you. What would it be like if you let your true authentic self express him or herself? Because you, we should have always been given that opportunity, but many of us did not. And so let's try it. Let's at least explore it and see what happens. If you'd like to reach out to me, please feel free to contact me on my website, www.thelaborsoflove.com. Don't forget we're on all the major social media outlets. Head over to Instagram where you can find an Instagram page specifically for the podcast, the underscore LOL underscore pod. And don't forget y'all rate, give a review and share the podcast with your loved ones and friends. Until we meet again, you all be well.